We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's move on to our trivia question, Trochi Trivia. Don't answer the question yet, Bill. Just keep it in your mind. I will give the answer. I will let you guess at the end of the podcast. This has to do with the backyard brawl and how it is being uh, reignited Thursday night on ESPN. Uh, Mike DeCourcy at SportingNews.com did a tremendous look back at the uh, – 2007 backyard brawl, the the most epic of the of the 105 matchups between Pitt and West Virginia. Pitt spoiled West Virginia's national championship that night at in Morgantown as 28 and a half point underdogs. Pat White was the quarterback for West Virginia. Who was the quarterback for Pitt? Bill Bender's going to have to think about that one as we go through our confidence contest confidence contest here at the uh, cfb nation all america podcast we're doing a, a, a bowl style confidence pool each week bill and i are going to pick games whatever games we want to pick and then we're going to assign confidence values to them last week we did three games uh this from now on that we've got a full slate we're going to do four games a piece most confident is four points three points two points one point all against the spread uh week zero Bill Bender came out ahead. He hit his three-pointer, which was Nevada over New Mexico State. He got his one-pointer, Northwestern, over Nebraska. Trochi just two points. Vanderbilt covered at Hawaii, 63-10. to 10. And that may be the last time we talk about Vanderbilt on this podcast this season. They ruined my. I was, if you, as you know, we do the picks against the spread for sporting news each week, and I do the top 25 games. But last week, we just did all seven games, and I was five and oh till Vanderbilt screwed it up. And then they end up winning 63 to 10. And we both missed on North Texas. So you got to give the mean green credit. They knocked off UTEP last week on the road. So we'll see how it goes. I've, I've got some dogs this week, though. I'm going with some underdogs, and we'll have some fun with that. Okay. Uh, you sent me your picks, but I didn't really look at them. So these are going to be surprises. Uh, you have the honor 
you have the honor since you uh, beat me last week. It's four to two in favor of Bender right now. So you give me your four pointer, then I'll give you my four pointer. We'll go back and forth three, two, one. So what is your four, four point four point choice for week one? Notre Dame, 17 and a half underdog. We'll go right off the top. Uh, oh, I'm getting four points essentially because this line opened at 13 and a half. I, I and I'm gonna you know, give you the speech that I gave my Notre Dame buddies this week that are, here's, here's what's going on. And, and for your listeners uh, from last week. So I live in central Ohio, a lot of Buckeye fans in my, in my life, a lot of Irish fans in my life going to a Catholic school. And here's kind of what's going on between them as I pet play like official this week between them, which I enjoyed doing. Um, the, the Ohio state fans are kind of quiet, which is fine. And Notre Dame fans, I'm getting a little bit of, Oh, I don't know if we're going to score enough points. Oh, I don't know. You know, I don't don't know about first-time quarterback in the shoe, and I don't know about this. And I'm thinking – and so I quoted Rudy to all of them. I said, you're an All-American and a captain. Act like it. So that's my rallying cry to him. You're a top-five team. Act like it. You're not ranked 25th in the country. You're not ranked 50th. Yeah, I know you got questions, but you're in the top five. The country thinks you're a top-five team. Do you want to hear that you're overrated over and over and again and don't belong in this conversation? I, I think they're good to cover because what I think is going to happen is you know, Ohio State has a new defensive coordinator. And I think if Notre Dame controls the ball a little bit, maybe it's a backdoor cover. And I think I, the, the predict, prediction I put is 42-27. It's going to be, going to be tough to, to hold Ohio State down, but this is a top 10 game, you know? Think about that. That's a lot of points to give up in that one. Top five game. Top, Top five. five game. Correct. But you you got a 15-point spread as your prediction. It's a 17-and-a-half-point line. So I'm, it's, it's, I'm uh, taking the value. Uh, I'm taking... It's an, it's an iffy four-pointer right there. I'm not going to touch it. I may touch on that game later. I think you know that I will. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Four-pointer for me, Thursday night. Purdue, plus three and a half against Penn State. Upset? Are you thinking we upset I'm taking Purdue to cover, and I think they probably will win too. Really? One of the, that, that one of the absolute team. slam dunk locks in college football, 98% of the time. The home home dogs cover on Thursday night. You know that, right? It's 
No, I'm just kidding. It's not 98%. But it can't be but that it's, high. It seems like it. It seems like it. I love the home dog on the Thursday night. Uh, you know, I think Purdue has the better quarterback. I think the uh, the arrow is pointing up for Purdue. It's pointing down for Penn State as a as a program. Um, you know, Purdue lost a couple of couple of superstars, really. You know, David Bell and George Karlaftis, but that place is going to be bouncing. And I just I like Purdue. I like Purdue, and that's my four pointer. That's bold as an underdog, and I think if it goes the other way, get to know Nick Singleton, five star running back for Penn State. I think he could pop into your living room, but that. That is going to be a fun game opposite the backyard brawl on Thursday night. No question. All right, three-pointer. Lay it on me. I got BYU covering, the, I think it's 12 and a half over South Florida. Um, I, I like the Cougars, man. This is one of the few breaks on their schedule this year. They've got a good quarterback in Jarrett Hall, good running game. One of those anytime, any, like, you always hear that cliche with teams. Oh, we'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime, blah, blah, blah. BYU actually does that. They, they go to places like South Florida. They go to Washington State. They'll go to Wisconsin. So, And I like what they've built there. And that line is a little high, double digits. I thought about going NC State over East Carolina here, but that in-state you know, cupcake with glass factor got to me a little bit. Um, so I'm going to go BYU with the three. I looked that I looked at that NC State game too. That line started at 10, and now they have to cover by 12 and a half. It just keeps going up. Um, so I stayed away from it too. What, what's the BYU line? 12 and a half. Yeah. The, the 12 and a half. And, um, I, I like the Cougars to cover. They were yeah. good last year to me. So yeah. like, and you're going to learn that with my next pick, which I'll save when teams are good to me against the spread. I like to stick with them. You so I'm going to go give BYU the benefit of the doubt. I hear you. My three pointer Utah covering Oh, down in the swamp. Uh, they, um, have a lot of experience back on offense. They played in some big games last year. They beat Oregon twice and, and, and really ran over them both times. They went to the Rose bowl and played terrific against Ohio state. They lost by three points. Um, I think, uh, you know, Cam rising is a great quarterback. I think he might be better than Anthony Richardson. We haven't figured out Anthony Richardson yet. He didn't, he never beat out Emory Jones for the job. He was banged up. He got hurt dancing before a game. He's just, I, I don't trust him yet. I trust rising for sure. We've seen what he can do. Uh, he was terrific. Like I said, in the Rose bowl, Pac 12 championship game, um, you know, uh, Florida six and seven last year. And, you know, it, it, we study this stuff for a reason. We did a post-portal right. top 25, and you were the, the the main driving force of that. We had Utah number eight. We had Florida unranked for a reason. Uh, you know, I, I'm not worried about the weather. I'm not worried about the heat and what have you. I think Utah is a better team. Billy Napier may have Florida a, a level or two above Utah in a few years, but he's not there yet. I'm going with Utah. All right, I'm going to save my answer for <laughs> shortly. So, All right, so two-pointer, hit me. Well, uh, like I said, teams that are good to me, I ride with them, and I'm going to go with Illinois again. Two-and-a-half-point underdog at, against Indiana. Brett, they steamrolled Wyoming, and they look pretty good doing it. Dan, uh, I almost said Danny DeVito. It's, not, it's definitely not <laughs> Danny DeVito. That would be a story if Danny DeVito was playing quarterback, and 
Sometimes go he looked like Danny DeVito last year, but two years ago, he was very good. So they got a uh, DeVito and a quarterback, not Danny. Um, and Tommy. Chase, Chase Brown, physical offensive line. Didn't waste any time last week. Indiana questions there. Missouri quarterback, Connor Basilek. This is another transfer battle, you know, from your quiz last week. Who are these quarterbacks in this game? And I like the momentum Illinois created. I think they can go beat Indiana. Um, Talent-wise, it's pretty even. That defense shows up. The Illini go to 2-0. and 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 they've got a game next week. It could be winnable. They could be 3-0. and And uh, you'll start to see some Bielema takes if that happens. I looked at this game, too, and I agree with you. I like Illinois for sure. Getting three? I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I would take that, too. That's a good, that's a good call. Okay, my two-pointer. Ohio State. Ohio State over Notre Dame, 17 uh, DraftKings. It was 17 points. Uh, you can take, you can have 17 and a half if you found that at a different um, different place. I found DraftKings 17 for Ohio State. That's my two-pointer. My reasoning is someone named Bill Bender at SportingNews.com wrote that Ohio State is going to have the greatest offense of all time. Um, that means in a top – Five showdown with those starters play for 60 minutes uh, and against a team that just gave up 10,000 yards passing in the Fiesta Bowl, Ohio State's going to score 50 points. They just I, – I don't see a way around it. Uh, Notre Dame has very good defensive line. 50 points? They don't – they have a good defensive line, but it doesn't matter when Stroud gets back there and gets rid of the ball in 2.5 seconds and, and finds open receivers all over the, all over the field. I would be surprised if Ohio State doesn't score 50 points. And 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 you know Notre Dame's got a first-time quarterback. They've got a good offensive line. They have no wide receivers right now. I mean, it's 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 a it's an, a, a very thin room uh, right now. They may develop into a competent offense, but if they score 30 points against Ohio State, that's a win for Notre Dame. But I still think Ohio State's going to score 50 on them. So I'm when taking. Last- I'm giving this. I'm giving the seventeen and a half. Uh, wow! Wow! To, you- to, to, to the greatest offense of all time, I am giving seventeen and a half. You are uh, not acting like a captain. Taking the Buckeyes. <laughs> no. Well, you know, Bill, if you look at the over under, right? And I always this is a trick I do at Sporting News. I'm not saying it works, but I always do it. So if the <laughs> over under is fifty nine, right? That you think, okay, what's Vegas thinking? They're probably thinking forty two seventeen honestly and if the spread is so you got then you actually do the math on the 17 they're thinking 35 24 that math doesn't add up so they're literally thinking that ohio state's probably going to win 42 17 and i just i think notre dame can do it i think they can go in and hang around for a little bit and if they can't there's got to be big questions about just how far marcus freeman is is getting them from five to four and we've talked about that bridge before um I did want to give you one stat, though, that I looked up. Last year, there were eight games uh, with uh, top 10 teams in the regular season. So both teams were in the top 10, right? Um, in those games, the underdog was 5-3 and three straight up, which was crazy to me if you think about it. Like some of these games like Georgia beating Clemson and Cincinnati beating Notre Dame and Michigan State beating Michigan. But one of the covers was actually – Ohio State beating Michigan State 56 to 7. Remember, that spread was 18 and a half. And we were like, 
I took the Spartans. I missed most of these games. I was looking through my picks from last year and I missed, you know, I missed Iowa and Iowa State or, and I missed Michigan State and Michigan. But it, it is wild how it's just my belief that if you have two top 10 teams and one team beats the other team by more than 14, what are we doing? And, and so that's the big question for the Irish. Was Oregon in the top 10 for the Oregon-Ohio State game? They were just outside it. They were like 11 or 12, so I kept it confined to. So the that's another team, one. That's another right. upset right there that you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, like Oregon won the game, and, and that's why. So of these eight games, there were only two, three, I'm sorry, three that were decided by 14 points, and this is even crazier. So Georgia beat Arkansas 37 nothing. Not a big surprise. I've mentioned Ohio State crushing Michigan State. And the other one was Ohio State was a nine-point favorite and Michigan beat them by 15. So if it's over 17 points, it has to be pretty compelling to me. And if Notre Dame gets beat 56-7 to by Ohio State in the shoe, the take, I, I already know what I'm filing to you at 2 in the morning. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be 56-7, to but I, I think – Notre Dame's going to have trouble scoring enough to keep up with that offense to keep it within 17 and a half points. What? When is the last time Notre Dame gave up 50 points? I'm going to look that up as soon as we get off here. I'm I'm like genuinely curious. It felt like it in the Fiesta Bowl in the second half, at least. Uh, Ohio, or Oklahoma State finished with 37. Um, Alabama they, had 49, right? 49 in that slaughter game. Uh, they held <laughs> Alabama to 31 in the in the CFP playoff. I think uh, the you, championship game was up around 49, the BCS game. So I'll, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I'm looking it up when we get off. Um, right. we're gonna, maybe that's next week's Trochi trivia. Uh, well, one pointer. What do you got? Florida over Utah. Mm. So I'm went the other way. And I'm with, you're not worried about 94% humidity no. after a thunderstorm <laughs> after, in a swamp in the, Man, I wouldn't want. I, and they, I, they don't, they don't play in a literal swamp. It's gonna feel like a literal <laughs> swamp. I, I'm just saying. Like, and I go back to us. It's weird. I go back to a Thursday night football game last year where Baltimore played in Miami with Lamar Jackson, and it just ever like it stormed today. Humidity's like a billion percent, and the Ravens looked slow. So I think that is going to help the Gators, and I think. Anthony Richardson, I get why you don't trust him. Billy Napier got the most out of Levi Lewis the last couple seasons in Louisiana. And if you stack up the talent, Florida's at best even. At worst even. At best, they've got more. So, I Then why just, did we unrank them and put Utah at eight? Because we're following them. I mean, we're we're going off their Rose Bowl performance. We're going off their – at the end of the year, Utah's going to have a better record than Florida. They, they, you know, could finish 10 and two, nine and three. Florida will probably be eight and four, seven and five. But I, I just, as soon as I saw that 94% humidity, I'm like, yep, they've got to play. That's going to be awful for them. Cross country flight in the swamp, gross. And, and I think it, <laughs> I think it's going to be tight. I actually, one of the interesting phenomenon about Saturday night might be. If Ohio State Notre Dame does in fact get out of hand, how many people flip over to that Florida Utah game? Because I think at minimum, it's going to be pretty good down the stretch. It will be a game people talk about for the rest of the year. I mean, it's Pac-12; it's got a lot on the line, right? Like like we've said before. Uh, my one pointer: North Carolina giving one and a half 
at App State. That is not a lot of points to give, needless to say. App State is the favorite in the Sun Belt, right? They got Chase Bryce, a quarterback. He had a great year last year. Two years ago, he actually played against North Carolina when he was at Duke. I thought I had my notes here. He did not do well. Uh, he did not do well that year, but uh, different okay. team around him. Two more years of experience. But I just think North Carolina, they got an advantage of having a game last week, knocking out any kinks. Um, you know, Drake May threw five touchdown passes against Florida A&M. Not the same level of competition they'll face against App State. I know the the atmosphere will be wild. It's probably the biggest game in, 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 you know, that App State has hosted uh in a long time long long as i can remember uh but i just think north carolina has too much uh one and a half is not not much to cover so i'm going to go with the tar heels with my one pointer there so to recap four pointer bender in order four three two one is going with notre dame plus 17 and a half byu minus 12 and a half illinois plus three florida plus three Bill dogs. T. Sorry. Dogs. Underdogs. Three yeah. out of four underdogs. Three out of four. Be, I'm not taking favorites this week. My four, three, two, one, Purdue plus three and a half Penn, over Penn State. Utah minus three in the swamp. Ohio State covering at the shoe. And uh, UNC going into Boone and covering that meager one and a half point spread. Trivia answer, Bill. The question was, who was the pit quarterback the night the Panthers broke the entire state of West Virginia's heart? I don't think it's him, but it's the only one I can think of from that era. Is it Palco? Pat Bostick. Okay, it wasn't Tyler. Tyler Palco was a little bit before that. Yes. So I'm, I'm missing that. I'm not missing that by much, but... um. Their freshman running back was Shady McCoy. I knew, I knew that one. If you had asked me a running one. back, I would have got that. <laughs> and I think it was the score 13 to 9. I can get that. It was 13 to 9. So I've got that part figured out. Yeah. It, 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 you know, the thing about that, I think I remember that night. Forget what the – I was flipping back and forth to that game, though. I, I don't remember what game I was watching, but I, I didn't necessarily have my attention on that West Virginia pit game as much. Um and it was it was it conference championship week. I have to go back and look because I, I just remember being like, maybe it was Oklahoma I was watching because they ended up inevitably being a piece of that. So I don't remember um, that game as much as I should. So I'm I'm looking forward to reading Mike's piece about it. I think as the as the day dawned, LSU was number seven, and they ended up in the national championship game and won it. Didn't uh, didn't I? Oklahoma beat Missouri, I believe. And, and that was probably the game I was zeroed in on because my wife's a huge Sooners fan. So it, it just all pieced together in that way. It was one of the wildest seasons in college football history. There's no doubt about that. Right. And Mike did a great job piecing it together. Um, found a lot of Pittsburgh people willing to talk to him. Not as many West Virginia people. <laughs> yeah, they're probably still mad because, you know, and I went on a, a show uh, this week with Pitt writers, uh, and um, yeah, they, they'll they'll still talk about that game, and, and it'll be fun to watch. It's part of it's a good way to kick off the season. Any way you have the reunion games, as I call them, it's, it reminded me of last year when Oklahoma and Nebraska had a reunion, and they're relatives that don't like each other. We all have them. Well, I, I don't have. I like most of my family. 
Yeah, I can't think of anybody in my family I don't like, but I'm sure there's families out there that, um, you know, it's a little uneasy when they get in the building together because it's been so long. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. It definitely will be. So very good. All right, that wraps up our uh, podcast for this week. We will see you next Wednesday morning on CFB Nation All-America Podcast. Bill, enjoy your night in Columbus on Saturday. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it, Bill. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.